The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you lock people out of the kingdom of heaven. For you do not go in yourselves, and when others are going in, you stop them. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you cross sea and land to make a single convert, and you make the new convert twice as much a child of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the sanctuary is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the sanctuary is bound by the oath. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the sanctuary that has made the gold sacred? And you say, Whoever swears by the altar is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gift that is on the altar is bound by the oath. How blind you are! For which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it, and whoever swears by the sanctuary swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by the one who is seated upon it. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the memorial of the Queenship of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And as with most Catholic doctrines, this is steeped in both sacred scripture and sacred tradition. Let's begin first with sacred scripture. The most prominent would be Revelation chapter 12, where St. John, who wrote uh, the book of the Apocalypse and the Gospel of John, he was caught up in a vision into heaven, and he sees a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet crowned with a crown of 12 stars. This woman is pregnant, and it says she is going to give birth to one who will rule the nations by a rod of iron which is a direct messianic quote from Psalm 2. At the end of that vision, it also says that this woman is the mother of all who believe in Christ, the Messiah. Well, this could only be the Blessed Virgin Mary. And she is in heaven. And she has a crown of 12 stars, which means she is a queen. There's also the reference to Genesis chapter 37 and the account of Joseph's dream in which the sun, moon, and stars bowed down before him, symbolizing his future authority. So that's a very compelling set of verses. When we turn to the Old Testament, we find it even there prefigured. In fact, there are 16 queen mothers listed in the Davidic kingdom. And they're listed along with the newly ordained or anointed king. And it's not the wife who is made queen because most of the kings of Israel had multiple wives, rather the mother. We find other references, the most prominent being in 1 Kings chapter 2, where a person by the name of Adonijah goes to Queen Bathsheba. She was the mother of King Solomon and says, quote, 
please speak to King Solomon, for he will not refuse you. Goes on to say, the king rose up and bowed down to her and had a throne set up for the king's mother. So she sat at his right hand. The king said, ask and I will refuse you nothing. There's the power of the queen mother in Israel. She was the one who gave that wisdom that was needed by the king. Well, we have many other verses in the Old Testament, but let's move to the fact that Mary now is in heaven and she has this powerful role as intercessor. We can bring our concerns now to her and she will go before her king, Jesus Christ. That's exactly what happened in his earthly ministry when he was at the wedding feast of Cana and the wedding ran out of wine. It was Mary who came to Jesus and said they have run out of wine, indicating, please do something about it. And Jesus knew what that meant, his first miracle, which would inaugurate his own ministry. She knows that too. And so she says to the stewards, do whatever he tells you. And indeed, Jesus began his ministry and changed water into wine. So Mary has this great intercessory role as queen of heaven. We find in the letter of James chapter 5 that the prayers of a righteous person avails much. Who is more righteous than the very mother of God? And that's her powerful intercessory role. Well, that's the scriptural foundation. Let's go to the sacred tradition. In 1954, Pope Pius XII instituted this memorial so that all may clearly recognize and more zealously venerate the kind and maternal role of the Mother of God. And it's celebrated on the octave of the Assumption. He wrote an encyclical in English entitled To the Queen of Heaven, and in there he indicates that the Blessed Virgin Mary deserves this honor because she is closely associated as the new Eve with Jesus' redemptive work, and because of her intercessory power and her divine motherhood. Finally, the Pope went on to say, the Blessed Virgin Mary is Queen of Heaven by grace, by divine revelation, by right of conquest, and by the singular choice of God the Father. So with that understanding, then, let us appeal to Mary in this title as Queen, by our prayers, asking her to intercede for us for our needs. There are so many needs in the world, and the Blessed Virgin Mary is there to help us. So on this memorial of the feast day of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Queen of Heaven, let us honor her by acknowledging her title and by obeying her son. <laughs> 